Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You may be actually having a relationship with somebody else the way relationships were done to you as a child. As you can see, part two of our conversation with Dr. Love McPherson is about to get real. Before we hop into this conversation, if you like anything you hear, make sure you share it with your group chat and your friends. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate this podcast. Now let's start part two of our conversation with Love McPherson on Healed Girl Era podcast. And I remember what what I was about to ask. So you were saying in one of your answers that we have to manage our expectations. Don't go too far in. My issue is, yes, I want to be your friend. But after three weeks, I'm already planning the wedding mentally. I've already had our our, our house where we're going to live. How do I tailor my Disney-fied expectations? <laughs> like, it's just the, like it has... I can tell you from the time I was 13 to the time I'm 33, three weeks is all it takes for me to be fantasizing about my life with this human being. And I wish I was lying to you. Now, I don't go there. I won't say that. But but mentally, it's already started. How do I calm the fantasy down and make sure that I'm not like putting too much on a person that I'm still just getting to know. And Why do we do that? A, that is so important to, because that actually is the answer to a lot of your fear mm. is because they don't match um, your, your energy. They don't match your uh, level of where the relationship is. Mm. And because of that, even if it's in the back of your mind, you are having certain expectations in a stage one and two that the, and, and you already jumped over to stage three in a relationship, which is an exclusive relationship. And they're still just dating around to see and like, how dare you? I think I saw you on social media with somebody. We're not exclusive. We're not and so emotionally, if you have jumped, allowed your heart to jump over there, your heart will hurt you. You will hurt your own heart because you're in a, your heart is in a place where it shouldn't be. Wow. 
Okay. So that's when you go into be still my heart. Yes. Literally like, girl, you don't know. You got to slow it down. So what you have to do is that's the self-talk that we talked about. We, we, you have to do the self-talk. You have to be realistic. And so here's the thing. Make sure that, um, you know, uh, you, you, you make sure that when you are in a relationship, you constantly tell yourself you don't fantasize, just refuse fantasy mm. and accept what is real. Mm. And, and even the fantasy, that's probably why you're so successful because you're probably creative and you've learned to do that whole, you know, you're creative in, yeah. in all. And so, but you can't take that skill into Dating. You know, <laughs> stay, keep it in your podcast. Yeah. Okay, keep it here. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. But but but, yes. but 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 you have to make sure yeah. that you say, okay, let's look at things, everything, yeah, for what it is. Mm. Let's look at and have realistic expectations. And and you know what? That has nothing to do with faith because a lot of times we kind of get off and confuse the whole faith thing with the other, mm. the realist realities of things. Understand what is real. And then you can place your faith there mm. at the, at, on top of the real, mm-hmm. but you can't just create this fantasy and call it faith. Okay. Mm. It's a fantasy that you are in a, a solid relationship where you understand a person at three weeks. That's a fantasy. That's a fantasy. Okay. Because they haven't showed you their real self. You don't even have the chemicals of, of, of haven't even worn off the, yeah. the dopamine and oxytocin and all that stuff hasn't even worn off. So you have no idea who that person is. Mm. You don't even want to jump into anything too quickly at that point. Okay. Because of the chemicals and hormones are just flooding you. So what I'm saying to you is keep yourself grounded. Yeah. Okay. Ground yourself with, through self-talk, reality talk, truth, and and manage expectations. Mm, there it is. Yeah. The, the expectations. Well, I, I will tell you something. That whole expectations thing, it seems to me as though you may be actually having a relationship with somebody else the way relationships were done to you as a child. Because Mm -hmm. as a mother, that oldest child, a lot of times we have expectations far beyond what they are age appropriately supposed to be doing. We have this fantasy child that we create and we make them live up to it. And so if that's how you've had relationship, maybe you are actually Projecting that on somebody else. <laughs> Good God! I'm, I'm so sorry to all my exes. If that was the case, I am so sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you have to laugh to keep from try- crying, Chad. I hope that's not the truth. I'm gonna stick with that because I need to journal about that. That might have been true for some. Some of them was just. No, 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 honestly not. Maybe one or two I actually need to talk to you, my bad. Uh, okay, all right. Let's get to the broken heart of it all. Let's move on. Um, no, but I think broken hearts, um, a lot of us are walking around with broken hearts and we don't know how to face the pain or the the actual intentionality it takes 
to rebuild and restore the shatteredness of what happens when someone breaks your heart. When something heartbreaking happens to you in life, that could be losing a relationship, but that could be losing a loved one. That could be losing your mind, what you thought your life was going to be, what you thought you would look like, all the things that happen in our lives that we keep on living that something's gonna break our hearts. But um, when it comes to the romantic side of things, how do you go about healing and picking up the pieces of a shattered heart? You have to go through the stages of grief, mm. five stages of grief. And the first thing might be shock. Okay. That's one of the first stages of grief, shock, numbness, whatever the case may be. Um, and you can go through these, by the way, before I, I talk about them, you can go through them in any type of order. Wow. Usually though, the first stage is always just kind of shock. Like, Oh my God, they're gone. And remember grief is a loss. Okay. So, so you lose that relationship or lose the idea of who you thought that person was. You go through some kind of loss of, oh, I thought you would be the one or I thought your character was better or whatever. So first is the shock stage. And then after that, a lot of times there can be in whatever order, it might be anger. Mm. Like, I cannot believe it. So now you might want to, you know, um, retaliate or whatever the case may be, or just angry at yourself yeah. for, for, for believing them and trusting them again, or whatever the case may be. The next one is bargaining stage. That's kind of those, if only I had, or what if I did this, or maybe we could, you know, that's the bargaining stage. And then depression. Depression is another stage of, of grief after a loss and where you just feel, you know, c certain levels of depression. And then the last stage, which is where you want to try to get to, is acceptance. Yeah. And in t as, as you are circling those other stages, what you're doing is you are not yet adjusting to the new life you have mm. in with, with um after the loss, mm -hmm. like without that person, without the character of that person being what you thought it would be, without your life being what you thought it would be. So what happens is you have not accepted, and that is your suffering. Mm -hmm. When you Your suffering will end when you go into the acceptance. It won't just, I mean, not all pain will end, but the suffering of it, because you're trying to live something that no longer exists. Mm -hmm. You are trying to live like something is still there and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so once you accept what has happened to you, accept a person's character, accept that it's, it's over, then you can say, okay, this is what it is and this is what I need to do to move forward. Mm -hmm. And that's when you allow your heart to heal. Say, okay, I need to go counseling. I need to... Um, began to do some self-talk. I need to pray more. I need to fast and have, you know, uh, sharpen my discernment. I need to, whatever the case is that you feel you need to, I need to not, I, I'm going to be fasting off of all relationship movies mm. because it, it, it brings me down. I'm going to do this and I'm going to separate myself from this. Whatever it, it takes that you need to do to accept that this is no longer your reality. Once you do that, you can move into a new normal and you have to move into a new normal. And once you move into a new normal, there's recovery and create an amazing normal. Mm. 
Mm. You understand during that whole grieving part, during that acceptance is where the, 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 the three steps are that you, you, you make, because that's when you're going to check to see what happened. And you're, you're going to call for somebody for help. You're going to care about yourself and you're going to, and, and guess what? Just like our natural heart has an amazing ability to recovery, to recover our emotional heart does too. Mm. It has an amazing resilience. If you stop to take care of it, it will, you, you can restore your mental health. You can restore pain. You can recover. Now, now let's think back in one of those guys that maybe hurt you. Okay. And I, I have some too. Okay. 40 years in marriage has been a long time, <laughs> but if I look back, I remember a summer where I was on my knees, like crying. I, I'm, I'm supposed to be praying, but I was on my knees crying. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was really feeling, and I was, when I get in church, I'm on the, in the choir, I'm, you know, 20 something and I'm in the choir and I'm, I'm supposed to be praising them, but really I was crying. I was acting like I was crying, crying and worshiping God, but really I was crying cause I was had a broken heart. Let me tell you something. This heart is so healed from that one. Mm. <laughs> In fact, this heart is so grateful I didn't get that one. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Your heart has an amazing ability of resilience. If you look back on some of yours, you'd be like, whoo, it's some people out here who listen to you. They got some few people. Phew. Okay. <laughs> Thank and God and some few people. Yeah. And, and so, so when you see that, you got to re recall, remember, don't forget that that's what the Bible says. Forget not, forget not the time where you thought this was it because this was the one and you wouldn't ever get another one. Don't forget that you were feeling that and it was a lie and you glad that that was not the one mm. because I am telling you, as you continue to move forward, you will continue to bounce back. Mm. That's good. As you continue to move forward, you will but you can't to fear back. it. Right now, every time you show up at this at, and, and do what you do so magnificently and call in your audiences, every single time you have to say, will they show up this time? But you have enough resilience. If they don't show up for this one, it'll be the next one. I'll bounce back and I'm going to bring it even stronger. That's how you have to handle relationships. Maybe this one didn't work, but guess what? I'm coming back and I'm coming back strong. Mm. Yeah, I gotta stop the 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 year away. The like the, the long. The, I feel like that's what makes it harder to return as well, because you just get so used to being alone. You're so wrapped up in your ways. Your heart doesn't even like. Sometimes men have told me that they wanted to date me. I literally could not even under. I was like, well, you didn't tell me. So how would I know this? Like I can't, sometimes I can't read signals cause I just don't even expect that you see me in that way. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's my homeboy. And then it'll be a couple years later and they are like, no, I had a crush on you. And I was like, well, you didn't do nothing. How was I supposed to know? But I don't know if it's my energy or my heart space that wouldn't even know to recognize it. Or do I, am I just the type of person when in my personality where I need you to be? No fear will blind you. Mm. So Fear will blind you. Okay. And so what happens is if you're not ready, you will literally, I, I watch girls do this to create a safe space. Oh, my homeboys. Notice you use that term. My homeboys. It's even sometimes when you have a crush on people and you see girls, Oh, that's my brother. That's my home. 
they really desire the person. I'm not talking about this, your situation. Mm-hmm. They could, they might desire the person, but they want to make it safe for them just in case you don't like me. Just, but I want to be in your presence. And so they're not really putting that person in the rightful space. Now they might've done you like that, but for you, because of fear, because of woundedness, you may have just let them go straight over your head mm. You because your eyes are not open. Your, your heart is not open to receive. You're not even in the space to feel safe enough to look. Mm. You got to see when you're, when you're not even, your eyes are not open. Okay, for instance, there are people who self-sabotage career opportunities because they fear success Mm. because they don't know if they can maintain the success. Mm. They know they can be successful. They're just not sure if they can maintain it. So I know I probably could get into this relationship, but will it end up in pain? Mm. Will it end up hurt? And then I'll lose a friend and a guy. Mm. You understand? So make sure that you know your heart. That's that check, that checkup to see if your heart is self-sabotaging relationships. I got to do a long check, honey. I'm going to sit. (laughs) This is going to be the longest check ever. Okay. Now we are getting into the last few minutes in, of this conversation. And I, there's, there is a, a, also a reality that some of us have been heartbroken for so long that we've shaped and molded our hearts around the whole instead of actually learning how to fill it. And that is a daunting journey in itself, going back to that version of you, remembering what that pain was like, all that stuff is so difficult. But what do you say to the women that are like, this is just how I love, this is just who I am, about if they are ready to heal that version of them or ready to heal that hole in their heart that they placed walls around just to survive, how do you start where do you start? Do you start with the walls? Do you start with your heart? And if so, what are the practical little things that we should be doing just to start that? Okay, we, we'll still we'll still do the call, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 um, check call in and care. But let me just give you the practical steps on that. The first thing is, as you check your heart, understand when where the bricks, mm-hmm. when the bricks were placed, mm-hmm. not where when the bricks were placed. Did the erection of that wall begin at childhood? Mm. Did it, did it begin? And then somebody came and hurt it some more. And then you built more rapidly. How high is the wall? This is our check. And and this looks like this. Why um, um, is there a certain pain that I'm running from? Mm. And I'll give you an example for that. Um, Let's say um, you felt not enough as a child. So you were always trying to, you know, be perfect. Yeah. And so you began to build walls so people wouldn't see you. Because if they see you, they would see imperfection and then they would reject it. So now you began to build walls around your heart where you didn't let them all the way in so you, there was not intimacy, even though you learned how to master certain types of friendship that were actually surface friendships, okay? Because you didn't want somebody close to your heart to see inside because it was not perfect. 
Now, so now you start a relationship and somebody criticizes it. I mean, they give you cri- critique. Well, what about this? Or they say, I don't really feel close to you. I, something's wrong. And now them telling you and calling it out feels like I'm not a perfect girlfriend because you're, you're the, to be loved. I need to be perfect because mm-hmm. I'm not enough. And if you get too close to me, you'll see I'm not enough. And you're going to reject me. So I fear your rejection. I fear I'm not enough. I don't know how to be enough. And therefore, I got to keep you at bay and just like give this wall and this behavior that's going to be acceptable. And so there's no intimacy into me see because there's a wall there blocking into me. So the closeness never happens. And so as you all are not emotionally available, you are not emotionally available and they feel that you're not emotionally available. And then somebody cheats on you or somebody leaves or whatever the case may be because they're dealing with their own traumas. So it becomes this thing where relationships are painful. Why? Because the very foundation is they got to get close to you. The foundation is they got to look inside of you and you don't want them to look inside of you because they will see imperfection Therefore, you don't want to forget it. Let's, you know what? Forget it. I'll just not do relationships because mm. I keep getting hurt. I keep getting my hurt. Look at that hole in your soul. Look at that hole in your heart and say, what do I need to fill it up with? Mm. I need to fill it up with self-love mm. and acceptance and compassion. I need to fill it up with talk that says you don't have to be perfect because I am an imperfect being trying to pretend to be perfect. You need to fill it up with the fact that I can be me. I choose to be me. And there will be some people who I'm not their flavor of ice cream, Mm. but that's okay because there will be a hundred people in line behind them that will choose me. Mm. And so once you choose you, And once you decide to fill up your heart, fill that hole up with with that love, with God's love, with your love, when you uh, choose to fill that up, into me see. What am I going to see? Oh, wow, look at all of that self-love inside of there. I'm not perfect, but it's full of love. And guess what? I just made your job easier because you ain't, I don't have to get you to try to fill that hole mm. that I have not filled myself. That's, <laughs> that is so good. That's so good. Cause I, I think that's the, the, that's such a groundbreaking realization like that filling that hole yourself with self love, with compassion, all the things that we talked about at the start, the things that you, the things that you would give the people you love the most and do it patiently. Mm. Do it. Take your time. It won't be filled overnight. Yeah. If you just got hit by a truck and broken arms and stuff like that, it may take a year or years to recover. And depending on what type of traumas, what type of emotional wounds you've suffered, what type of betrayal trauma or, or what egregious abuse or neglect that you have just suffered, it may take time mm-hmm. to heal. Be patient with yourself. If you, you don't treat yourself worse than you would treat a friend. Yeah. If your friend just got uh, into a serious physical accident, you would be like, you okay. You wouldn't say, girl, go get me the water. Mm. You would get up and go get the water. Take care of yourself as you are in your recovery stage. Show compassion. That's the compassion that, that is the, the patience those. And guess what? And forgiveness. 
all of those skills that you have mastered on yourself, let me tell you something. Go get married. You're going to take that compassion. Be like, oh, I got some. I know how to do compassion, honey. <laughs> oh, forgiveness. Master at forgiveness. All of those skills you actually learn. You've mastered them on you and you learn how to transfer them on somebody else. Now, that forgiveness key is that's a tough piece. The self forgiveness. I feel like it's harder to forgive yourself than it is other people. And that's been true for me, true for a lot of my friends. Why is it harder to forgive yourself? Why does it take so long to forgive yourself? What, what, and, and one, I'll start there. And then the second thing, of course, I'm going to ask about the practical tools that we should be doing to actually make sure that we're fully forgiving ourselves for whatever mistakes. One of the things um, is it is harder to forgive yourself when you have practiced um, showing up a certain way. How do I say this? When you are in an unforgiven, unforgiving environment and a lack of tolerance and uh, unreasonable expectations, that's when it's more difficult because you will adopt those same standards on yourself. And sometimes it's not even other people like parents or something. Sometimes it's just you yeah. who create this image of what you should be and adopt it on yourself and, and place it on yourself. And I'm telling you, when you began to do that as a child and you began to, to and then everybody is praising you. You're so mm. used to being standing out because Gia <laughs> love, you understand? And you're so used to the affirming. And then all of a sudden you make the mistake. And you, a lot of times when you, when there's one sibling that you get to let them do all the, I don't know what happened to them. You understand? Because I am. And so you, you get the two different type of personalities. So, but when you sh show up with as that person or not in your full glory or not in the way that you have expected yourself to show up, you've got to, it is a rude awakening to actually look at yourself and say, man, did I get it all wrong? Mm. Did Who am I? And I've had those seasons of my life as I'm growing. I had to stop and say, love, who, is this you? Is, did you do it all wrong? Did you mother all wrong? Did you, what mm -hmm. happened here? And I had to stop and, and start all over and say, wait a minute, what's right and what's wrong? Where am I now and where am I going? And you have to recalibrate. You have to recalibrate your yourself. But every... One of the things that, that, that is, is absolutely true, if your image can be stolen, mm. Satan's got you. Mm. Why? Because we made an image and likeness of Almighty God. So he's always after your image. And all of this stuff that I'm talking about, all the relationship, the foundation is to steal your image. Mm. Because when you, when you go through traumas, it, it changes how you see yourself. It changes how you see others. So your entire self-concept, your image of yourself, you see yourself differently. 
and falsely. Mm. You've got to go back, and that's this is the, the I'm in the solutions part now. You've got to go back and look at yourself and reshape your image back into where it's supposed to be. You gotta go back and strengthen your image. Know who you are. Because if somebody catches you at a weak point of your image, they will shape you into theirs. You are clay for them. That's so good. You, if somebody catches you at a weak point in your image, they will shape you into theirs. To their own image of you. And you are clay in their hands. And guess what? One day, if you ever go for healing, you'll look up and look at yourself and see the image they have created. And you will not like it. Mm. Because it was never what you were created to look like or to be. Mm. And so what I am saying to you is when you find yourself at those places, you say, oh, no, that's not me. Mm. And you go back and reclaim. Reclaim your time. Reclaim your image. Reclaim your heart. Reclaim your heart. I love that. Ooh, that is the perfect way to end because I have... One, have so much to go home and think about. But two, <laughs> I think that's the, the purpose of this, right? Like, it doesn't matter if you're in the first relationship and your 14th, you know, heartbreak or whatever. Like, you, our hearts are ours. Our images are what we think of ourselves and our ability to love and be loved from the, the baby versions of us to the internal to the external. We, it all starts with our heart. And then as mm -hmm. adult women who have been through things, we got to reclaim it and we got to own it. Got to be like, look, <laughs> okay, I I knew he wasn't the one, but I got to reclaim my heart. I knew that that situation was going to break m me down a little bit, but I'm powerful enough and I'm resilient enough to be able to get in the act of reclaiming my heart. Because out of the heart become all the issues mm. of life. Mm. So the issues you're dealing with is a heart issue. Mm. And so we have to be practice emotional heart health. We the exercise for our regular heart and the eating right and stuff, the compassion, forgiveness, that's your exercise. Mm -hmm. You exercise those relationship skills. You exercise the love. You exercise your forgiveness till it's strong enough to not only forgive you, but to forgive others. Mm. The self-love, that self, the love of your self is exercising those emotional heart spaces. Oh yeah, it's, 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 it's heart health, mm. emotional heart health. Mm. And you said that's compassion, that's forgiveness. That's love. That's love. Absolutely. I love and it here. And grace, don't forget grace. And grace, <laughs> grace is a big one for us. Well, I just have to say, um, I do have one last question because I want to ask this to everybody. Um, the space between who we are and who we want to become is very sacred. And we know that there is power in the tongue. And so what words or beliefs did you say or inhabit to yourself to create this version of who you are that you want any girl out there who wants to walk in love to hear for themselves? Well, it was very easy uh, for me. Not I'm not talking about easy, just like easy, but it was easier for me because it's, it is powerful to be called love every single day of your life, mm. to be confessed that over and to speak that over. So and when you're naming kids, consider that. I, I do realize it's, it's different. However, 
I still lost myself at times. And the way that I brought myself together was I had to begin to confess the love that I am. Mm -hmm. Some of the words that I did and spoke over my children and stuff, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Mm. I, I did. We had a whole book of confessions that I would say every single day. Um, and just the power of confession is that um, I am love. Mm. I love am never love. fails. And, and, and the love that I have from God, the love that I have to give never fails. That's it, y'all. That is so good. Thank you so much. Now, before you go, uh, Tiffany, can you be my assistant today? Can you hand me them flowers? Those are for your mommy for being here today. I'm really big on giving people their flowers while they are in front of me. And I thank you so much, Dr. Love, for the work you do. And they're so beautiful. As a, as a therapist, as a life coach, as a North Star. These for, are real, y'all. These, these are real. Are look. You. I, and how do you get this in this weather? I know it's in, it's, we're in February <laughs> look, now, but look, today. Okay, them florists did that in Chicago. Thank Ooh, you, Chicago florists. Yeah. Uh, Flora, uh, they, they in here in Chicago. But I do want to thank you so much for your heart for us, for people, for women, for men, for people who need help and love. And I believe that God called you love for a reason because we going we need some love to take with us everywhere and so i hope that you know how much you matter to us and thank you so much for the sacrifices thank you so much for the ways you show up for us because we all need a little more love and you provide that every single time we ask so i just loved spending this time with you so thank you so much you let me, and i just want to say something to you i just believe that the amount of encouragement love that you have bestowed on your audience, on all of us, the amount of care that you have taken to educate and pour into us. I just believe that the right person is there that is going to pour into you. Mm -hmm. I need you to be open to receive the love. I need you to be courageous mm. enough. And that is the, the word that I feel that I need to leave you with. I need you to be courageous enough to receive the love that's coming your way. Okay, I'm going to be courageous enough to receive the love that's coming my way. Okay, because you know I'm going to call you because I'm going to need all the help to be courageous. <laughs> but thank you so much. Where can we find out more about all that you're up to? I know you have something exciting coming out. I don't know if you can tell us about yes, it. Yes, I do. Tell, tell, tell the world. I am so excited because I am offering you all a weekend getaway on the Love Boat. <laughs> and we are leaving. Uh, it's on the Allure of the Seas, Royal Caribbean. It's on October the 11th. And we are leaving out of Miami. I'll have a love fest session. It's going to, it's called Loving Me at Sea. It's a Loving Me at Sea session. I'm going to be talking. So we're going to do connections. We're going to have the food. We're going to have all the fun. And to the Bahamas, we'll be at a perfect day, beach day at Coco Cay. So bring your boo, bring your friends, bring your moms and dads. It's going to be single man there. Oh, you know it's gonna be, sick. and we're going to the Bahamas. So we, you know, you be getting Stella might find a cool. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> well, what, we, Look, come on, Stella. We are definitely. We, I have men who are who are dedicated to bringing men. So yes, I I have some some guys. Yeah. So I said I need y'all to bring your friends, Ladies. some single friends. Okay, Ladies. all right. So we are going to do the love 
vote. And what you need to do is just go to lovemcpherson.com or you can follow me on Instagram at love underscore McPherson. Love McPherson everywhere. You'll find me. Oh, and guess what? You can also buy one of my books while you're there. So the five stages of dating, because all that you need to know about fear and connecting and slowing it down yeah. is in my book. All right. <laughs> Let me go get that book and then I'm going to call you and then we're going to do a second a follow up yes, episode because yes. I think that's so good. But thank you so much for being here. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Healed Girl Era. Make sure you subscribe to this channel for more episodes to be the first to know Focus on love, y'all. We being courageous in this season, okay? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.